In today's episode, I talked to a longtime friend, Blair Brady, who is the CEO of The With Agency, about advisory boards. I've had a lot of success over the years with mentors and advisors, and specifically we talk about what to look for in an advisory board, um, the cadence of the meetings, should you compensate them, and so forth. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, I am here with my good friend. My friend, let me let me start that over. <laughs> I am here with my good friend Blair. Uh, Blair, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Sure. Hi, Jeff. Um, I'm Blair Brady, and I am the proud co-founder and CEO of the With Agency. We are um, a creative and advertising agency here in um, our fine city of Atlanta. Um, and, you know, Jeff, you and I have known each other for, for some years and, um, you know, I tend to, uh, bend your ear for some advice and, um, fellow co-founder, um, talk that, um, I think is really valuable because there's not, there's not a lot of independently held agencies, um, out there anymore. Um, so we're sort of a small group and I really, I really value, um, your advice and our ability to sort of bounce things off of each other. Yeah. Back at you. And, uh, we, we got to help each other out as, us independents. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell just before we get into the, the topic at hand, um, I love sort of the mantra of, of your agency with like just real quick, sort of the overview of what with means and then uh, what you guys do. Yeah. Um, so with we, uh, our purpose is to reveal a world that works better together. Um, and in today's world, specifically in the whacked out year that has been 2020, we have um, revised that to we stand for a world that works better together. Um, I like that. Thank you. And I think it's just so important to have that active stance um, on in a society like we have today and in the creative industry, because I think that the creative product requires such diversity of thought, which can only come by bringing people of, of different backgrounds and perspectives together in the making of that creative product. So for us, that's something that is is so, so important and just at the center of our DNA. Yeah. One of the things I've always loved about how you've thought about your company and there's a word I keep hearing that I really like in today's environment, which is belonging. Um, and I think with um, encapsulates that, like, you know, your ability to to bring people together and we're going to do this with each other. I just, I really like your the spirit of the company you've built. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. So, so what we wanted to talk about today was advisory boards, right? Yes. So tell me what you're, what you're thinking and we can dive into it. Yes. So, you know, uh, uh, sometime last week, I reached out to you, Jeff, and, and I said, you know, I know that you have put together advisory boards before for your own companies. You have sat on advisory boards before. And, um, you know, at With, we are um, we're small but growing. And we had positioned ourselves for um, quite... Um, some, some substantial growth this year, which is really exciting. And uh, one of the things that we did um, 
on that path to growth was we brought on a single advisor and he is an agency veteran. He's a great guy. Um, I'll name drop for him and give him some love. A guy named Spence Kramer. Um, he's a former CEO of JWT. And um, Spence was really, he brings some big scalability um, and some big agency experience to an agency um, our size and um, helped reveal some things to us that we could improve upon um, operationally, staffing-wise, the way that we have people um, structured that would position us for the scale that we needed to achieve this growth that we were going after this year. And so in doing those exercises and getting those, you know, um, positions in place, uh, it sort of became apparent to me that that we could really benefit from a small board of advisors. And we, I, I you know, this is something that I um, don't have a ton of experience in. Um, I sit on some nonprofit boards, but that's a much different thing. But, you know, going back to the spirit of, of bringing people with different perspectives together um, and, and creating um, something that is stronger because of the different pieces, you know, I, I have a sense that that would be good for us. And so I want to ask you about that. You know, what are the roles, you know, how do you like, how do you, how do you go about assembling this right mm -hmm. mixture of people on a board of advisors? Yeah. Um, we, my first company, Spun Logic. We, um, if I had to pick like three or four things that we did well that that really propelled our growth um, and our decision making was creating an advisory board. Um, so, I, you know, I think of there's there's maybe two types. One is um, if you have a specific thing, um, you can create what I would call a pop up advisory board. Let's say you're going to rebrand your agency, and you're like, you know what? Let me get together four or five experts for a dinner, for maybe a series of dinners or, or meetings, and you know, let's solve this problem. And then it sort of disbands. Um, sounds like what you're talking about, though, is more of a group that is going to be there to help guide, um, give advice. Um, you know, a side benefit. It shouldn't be the main reason, but a side benefit is opening doors and and uh, introductions and so forth. Um, so. The way I looked at it, putting it together, and again, I got advice on this back then, and it turned out to be um, pretty good advice, was to think about the core function areas that you want to have represented um, on the advisory board. And I was specifically told, no offense to my legal friends listening, but I was <laughs> specifically told, don't have any uh, attorneys on your advisory board because um, their job is to constantly... Um, you know, look at the risks and what you really want with this type. Now, it's different if you have an actual board, but for an advisory board, you really want ideas and counsel and advice, but not, um, you know, you're, you're hopefully looking at more growth oriented things. So that may or may not be the best, but I, I did not put an, a legal person on, on mine. Um, so what I did was I said, all right, I want uh, somebody who has done what I want to do. At, at, at the time, that was um, build a, and sell an agency. So I wanted somebody who's had that type of experience. Um, I wanted somebody who was very sales oriented. I wanted somebody who was marketing oriented, um, operations and finance oriented. And so I started to think of it in those buckets. I also wanted, for us, I wanted somebody who, who was on the client side. Um, and that's a tricky one because 
it probably can't be somebody that you work with um, mm -hmm. or will work with while they're on your advisory board. There may be a conflict there. So that's a tricky one because you might, let's, let's take an extreme example. Um, of course, we would never do this in Atlanta, but let's say you're working with Home Depot and you meet some great executive at Lowe's and you're like, well, I'm never going to be able to work with Lowe's anyway. This person could have good advice. Now, <laughs> you might be uh, banned from Atlanta society if you put a Lowe's person on your advisory board. So I don't know that I'd recommend that. <laughs> that would be worse. Yeah, right. You get my 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 drift. Like it could yeah. be um, Hershey's and Mars, like you might. Mm -hmm. So anyways, but putting someone on that's a client that has that view, I think is, is very helpful. Um, so I, I think of it as four to six people. Um, you know, you, you, we'll talk about cadence and stuff in a minute, but I think four to six means at least three to four will show up to a given meeting. You know, you don't want to have four people and then two get sick and then suddenly it's, you know, just two. So there's a certain number that makes sense for, for that logistical reason alone. Um, all right. Questions on any of that? No, that was helpful. Cause I was, I was in my mind thinking, you know, for us to get started, I was like three to four would be great. But when you think about scheduling, like, that what's the, what's the reality that all of those people can make every meeting. So you'll probably get your three to four by choosing four to six. Yeah, I think so. Um, the other thing is, um, think about people who will want to spend time with each other. So, um, when I put mine together, uh, I started with, um, Ken Bernhardt, who's been an event, uh, a, an advisor, um, and mentor of mine, um, for like 15 years. Mm -hmm. Um, and has remained so even after we sold Spawn Logic, but um, with him, um, I asked him as the first, like who who do you who would you want to be on this? Who do you want? Who would you show up because you'd get a chance to also hear from them? And 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 so he helped me put together a list. Bill Nussie was also on the list for me, um, great friend, but had been there and done that, and and was someone I really looked up to. So I started with two people that were. Um, well-respected in the community that other people would want. And then I shot high on terms of like people I asked, like people that I would have thought never would have said yes, but they said yes, partly because those two were a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good strategy. So you're, so if, if, if I'm hearing you correctly, sort of get your anchor person that you really, really trust, but is also an attractive advisory board right. mate for others get another strong and then sort of, you know, use them as a little bit of um, carrot at the end of the stick because you want people to feel like they're among impact, other impactful people. That's right. Yeah. And I, and I think you want um, diversity, of course. Uh, you want to make sure it's well-rounded from every way, shape, form. Um, you also want people who, are, who will be willing to um, tell you you're wrong. Mm-hmm. What I had the fortune of both both Bill and Ken, um, who were you know sort of the de facto leaders of my advisory board, um, they were never shy about telling me when I was saying or doing something stupid, and so that created a culture of those meetings where I think people were ready to say ah, I don't know if about about that idea, and so there there were some pivotal moments when we we were sure a big decision was ready to be made. We went into the advisory board meeting and came out totally not doing that thing. <laughs> like they were like, no, that's the worst idea you've ever had. You're not doing that. <laughs> Cute. Not good idea. <laughs> yeah. Right. So how often do you, yeah. What, what, how, how often do you meet and how do you structure your meetings? So, so what worked for us was quarterly meetings. We did a quarterly dinner 
we would um, cater it at our office um, so that we didn't have to worry about restaurants and so forth. But we wanted, an, so so I had a couple of goals. I wanted there to be really good food and and wine. Um, I wanted them to have people around them that they were excited to see in good conversation. Um, and then we could talk about compensation and whether you mm-hmm. compensate or not. Um, I did not. Um, I wish that I had. Oh, okay. uh, to be honest, the reason I didn't is because it never occurred to me that we would sell for anything that would make an impact or difference to them. And and it turns out we did. And then I didn't, they didn't benefit financially. Now they weren't doing it because of any, they were doing it because they really wanted to help. But if I had it to do over again, I would probably find a way to have um, some sort of equity um, based on the amount of time someone stayed on that on that board. Um, you know, you can carve out a little bit of equity to do that. Um, you can also do, you know, I don't know, a a small stipend for each meeting that they attend. Um, you know, nothing that's going to change their lives, but it's, you know, it's a nice thing. Um, what we did do instead, um, was we, we had a, a, a really nice gift each meeting and, and I made that gift relevant to my company. So, we had, uh, our, I think our final meeting was, um, just after our 10th anniversary, um, as a company 10 year, um, we, we sold pretty like three or four months after that. But so what I did was at the time, if you, if this makes me seem old, the iPod was fairly new. <laughs> so we gave them all new iPods, but we loaded on those, the top 10 songs from each of the years we were in business. Um, cool. and then it was engraved with, I think, spun logic on the back. So, you know, that time they got that another time, um, we had just recently won Porsche as a client. And so I got really high end, uh, remote control Porsche cars and got a little spun logic license plate, you know, sticker, but put on there. And so that was what they got. So it was, you know, it was things like that, that were meaningful that I think they enjoyed getting them. Uh, they, they probably would have preferred the stipend or the equity, but, um, <laughs> That's what we did. So, but I think something I think is is relevant, whether it's annually or each meeting or something. I think it's it's a nice thing. That's cool. So, um, I'm hearing you know good food, good wine, and some type of like really fun toy each each meeting. I mean, do you have any do you have any boards right now that I could join? Because I'm down. I'm totally <laughs> in for that. <laughs> you ready for that? Yeah, I'm down. People, yeah. no. Um, um, I think we always blocked off three hours, but I try. I think I tried to get them done in two hours. I think we did like six to nine, and with like six to six fifteen people arriving, having a cocktail or a drink or whatever, and then we would get started. And I would try to get them out of there by eight or eight thirty. Yeah, and then like so, in those meetings from your side, is it just you, or do you have your senior leaders? Um, I had my partners, um, okay. in most of the meetings, it was just me and my partners. So, and I had three other partners, so it was four of us in those meetings. Um, so I think you can do it, you and Jamie. Um, so yeah. I think it can be the partners. Yeah. I think, uh, when appropriate, I think you can bring in some senior leaders or, or always, maybe there's a couple senior leaders you think should always be there. But if you're having, let's say a big, um, if, if the big topic at that meeting is going to be sales and, mm-hmm. and sales strategy and stuff, you might have your senior salesperson attend. Um, but I think of it mostly as like you're updating them on where the business is, um, Mm -hmm. so that they're constantly getting 
this, uh, this storyline and story arc of your business, um, letting them ask tough questions, letting them look at the financials. Um, these are probably going to be people that will pick apart a balance sheet, um, which mm-hmm. was helpful for me and probably still would be today um, because that's not necessarily something I keep my nose in all the time. Mm-hmm. So having those questions and having to say, I don't really know the answer to that. I'm going to have to look it up um, can, be, can be helpful. Um, but then you want to have a topic or two that's meaty that you really were like, you know what, let's, let's get their advice on this. Like we need smart people picking this apart. Um, an example of one would be for us was we were certain as we got to about 40 people, we thought we were going to open an office in Charlotte. Um, technically our business had started in Charlotte. I was at UNC Charlotte in the dorm room. And so it started there, but we moved quickly back to Atlanta when, when I graduated and so we were like certain, like we had the plans drawn up. We had been looking around at, at Charlotte to what areas of the city we had contacts and it did not take very long for them all to say, that's the worst idea you've ever had. And they gave us all these reasons why, <laughs> all these reasons. Why. Um, but that was the big topic and, and yeah. you know what we listened. And I would tell you too, like you are supposed to listen you don't, you don't have to do what they said. And they would always say that, look, we're just here for advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not your board. We're not voting on these things, but mm-hmm. you know, and we expect sometimes you will disagree. But, um, when all of them were in unison on anything, I think I, I pretty much went in that direction. Yeah. That was going to be, um, one of my questions for you is, is how do you decide, you know, when, when, when a piece of advice is given, um, I guess it's probably a case by case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And again, that's, that's why the dynamics of the group need to be really good. Um, you know, so if you start with one or two people and you say, who else do you think would be good, good to have for these dialogues would bring new experiences, would challenge the thinking. Um, you know, that's a really special thing when you Mm -hmm. have people who care about you and your business and are willing to speak up. Um, you, you know, that can be a special, a special time each month, each quarter when you do it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I know that you said you wish that you um, would have put a, a more diligent compensation structure in place for your spun logic board, but what's, what's like um, something that you think another thing that you think you could have, have changed mm-hmm. or if you went back and did it again, that would be different. Uh, I, I would have had more diversity. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, I think my entire, uh, my entire advisory board, I think was white men. Um, and that, you know, now not, not simply because of the current moment we're in, but more because of my experience at leadership Atlanta in 2012, 2013, that really opened my eyes to these things. I think diversity would have been at the top of the list. Um, outside of that, I think we had good, good advice on how to structure it and, um, you know, good coaching along the way. So the only other thing I would say is I I would have liked for them to benefit in the sale that they certainly helped us get to. Mm -hmm. And so probably what I probably would have done is carve out, uh, somewhere between three and 5% of the company and, and divvy that up amongst, amongst them. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you can also think about terms. Um, you know, um, I, I would kind of recommend that, um, because what else you don't want is you get somebody on there that's not working out, but you're like, I don't know how to get rid of them and it's Mm -hmm. awkward. So you could, 
you could do, hey guys, um, our business is going to change and evolve as the world changes and evolves. And so we think of this as a recurring one year, but we may get to the end of the year and say, you know what, we thank you so much, but we need to make room for, you know, more media related people, mm -hmm. um, every, you know, shift is going on. And that gives you an opportunity to always have the conversation with them of, thank you. It's been two years. We've loved having you on it. That's something you, you might think about that also might be a nice, rigor to put into it so that you're always getting fresh new perspectives. So that would might be something that I would think yeah. about as well. Um, that kind of rotation might be interesting. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's good advice. Um, well, I feel like I've got, I've, I've gotten some great, some great advice from you on this topic that I was really needed. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you one more thing I did. There was another agency in town that did something where they did, um, uh, and as the compensation, they did a donation, uh, I think a thousand dollar donation to each year to, to that person's chosen charity. Oh, I like that. It's a nice thing too. um, yeah. make, like makes the well. advisor feel good, makes you feel good because you're helping. Um, yeah. it's sort of a win-win. So that could be an option as well. That's really good. I like that idea. Cool. All right. So when are you going to do this? How soon are you going to try to put this thing together? Well, I would like to have, uh, a board in place. Um, by the end of, of Q3. I know that seems fast, but, um, you know, we're in a unique time right now. Uh, and we're, I think some of the best agencies and, and brands, in fact, will, will take this time um, not as a, a slowdown, but as a renovation in some ways. Um, you know, we're all having to, we're, we're all being forced into, um, of a, a time of, of evaluation in a lot of ways. Um, so we've been doing a lot of it. We were positioned at the beginning this year, like I said, for, for a lot of growth and um, you know, all is not lost. Um, but I think that that renovation is, is, is something that I'm specifically focused on so that when um, the, the world starts to come back, we're not um, just sort of, you know, peeking out, of our holes and figuring out what's next. Um, we're already, we're already positioned and ready to go. It's like a, a little bit of like, um, an asteroid, um, situation on the, the planet, you know, like who, whoever is going to emerge from the other side. Um, it, it is going to has, have definitely figured out how, um, to evolve. I, I love that perspective. And I think, yes, as soon as you can get this group together of the right people, because um, I think you're probably with me, like we're nowhere near out of this mm -hmm. thing we're in. And okay. so having counsel and guidance along the way, I think is just really smart. So good. Well, I ho hopefully, uh, hopefully you get a lot of yeses. I'm sure that you will. And again, reach high there. Again, there are people that I thought would never say yes that said yes. So, um, there might be some people you're like, Oh man. All right, let's, let's go for it. So good luck to you. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. All right. See ya. All right. Bye. Be good. Wow. You made it to the end of the podcast. I didn't really know people did that anymore. Since you're still here, I'd love for you to subscribe so you can get updated when I post my next podcast. And you can always check out everything I'm up to at my blog, jeffhillemeyer.com. Thanks for listening.